Hi, it's Michael and Anthony here presenting Small Business Banter. A healthy micro and small business sector means a successful economy and a more vibrant society. Small Business Banter is about helping regional business owners better prepare for the current challenges, but also for the next stage of business success. I'm Michael Kerr, founder of Kerr Capital, advisors to business owners. Each week, with Anthony Turner from the Small Business Mentoring Service, we'll interview a different small business expert or a fellow business owner and get them to share their best tips and insights for you, the listeners. Small Business Banter is brought to you from the studios of 104.7 Gippsland FM and is heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network. Thanks also to our supporters, Kerr Capital and the Small Business Mentoring Service. So welcome to another edition of Small Business Banter. Um, very good to have in today Joe Martin, uh, who's a small business owner based in Lake Macquarie, New South Wales. I'll talk a little bit about Joe's background, but welcome in, Joe. Thank you. It's great, really great, great to have you. Yeah, uh, I know you've stepped out of a, a, an entrepreneurs conference or an innovators conference that you're at, so we really appreciate you taking time out. Anthony Turner is also in again. Welcome, Anthony, from the Small Business Mentoring Service. Thanks, Michael. Great to be back again. Yes, it is. Um, we we uh, continue to love doing this. So, Joe, um, I'll just give the listeners a, a quick snapshot. You, um, you, I think your purpose is to help innovators, change makers, and entrepreneurs. You know, to really scale up their business. Um, you're passionate about connecting with entrepreneurs and business owners who are, you know, who are looking for that sort of extra to, to ignite, you know, their, their own business through content marketing, communication, brand strategy. I'll get you to explain all that in, in, in everyday uh, language. Um, yes. And particularly at the end, we wanted to, you know, we want to draw out your experience, you know, working with owners and, and um, also uh, in, the, in the end, we want to talk about something I, I th- found really fascinating was some multi-author books, which you've, um, you've created a platform to enable people to basically contribute a chapter to a book with a bunch of other authors uh, and entrepreneurs. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that one, but perhaps if you could just give us a recap on your personal, professional business, you know, leading up to where you are today. Tell, tell us about what you actually do today. Okay. Thank you. Um, so basically, I started my career in the corporate world, working in marketing and communications and also transformational change. And yeah, throughout that time, I've always had a passion for writing. I've done quite a lot of ghost writing and things for people who run yeah, their own blogs or their own business and they don't have time to actually you know, write the things themselves. So they'll you know, give me a topic and I assist them by doing that work in the background. And um, what I found was, you know, I wanted more autonomy within my life and actually to be able to take my business out of providing service to corporates and start helping entrepreneurs. And probably about 10 years ago, it was now, I started working with female entrepreneurs and startups and women who just wanted to 
do something different and not be constrained by working for someone else. And that's, I guess, where my real entrepreneurial journey started. Um, you know, working with small businesses, particularly people who weren't, you know, in a, a major city or centre, but were more regional and remote. And, um, you know, the challenges they faced in terms of, you know, getting um, cut through and actually accessing you know, the right clients for their organisation or their business. And so from there, you know, things have evolved. And in 2019, I was asked to co-author in a book in America. And at the time, I thought, oh, you know, do I have time? You know, is this going to be really beneficial for my business? But what I found in saying yes to that opportunity was that it's given me an amazing network within the States and has taken my business in a new direction. And I, you know, through that, I've started writing more and I did co-author another book earlier this year, which um, was more Australian-based but still global. So we still have you know, writers from Europe and writers from North America. And on the back of that, I've said yes to a lot of opportunities. And I identified that my corporate background and my skill set in you know, learning and development and communications and marketing could actually flip that on its head. So actually flip you know, um, being contributor within a multi-author book on its head and, and make it much more effective and much more powerful. And so I've established my own publishing company and am going into that field of publishing, you know, for multi-author books and solo authors. So what I bring to the table that, you know, I felt wasn't there in my experiences is really that understanding of how, you know, to take people through the writing process and guide them and also to, you know, to get them to start thinking about how to promote themselves and what they want to do on the back of that. So from a marketing perspective, you know, how are you going to utilise what you're doing today to actually then create success for your business, particularly if you're not in a major city? And I think you know, with COVID, that has changed the game considerably for everybody around the globe. A lot more people are online. That's a lot noisier and there's you know it's harder to get cut through and you know up level your business and that's where I can help in terms of identifying opportunities to really you know yeah, project is, this forward. And, and is and what I what I what I really like about that is that regardless of where you are physically located, the opportunities to build a a global audience, a global brand, a global client base not just by authoring a book, but in lots of ways is, is, is much more realistic. Perhaps it's now people have realised um, that it's possible. So, yes. yeah, um, and, and you're a you know, case in point. Anthony Turner, our co-host, you know, is also you know a, a, an author of a book and we'll talk a little bit about his experience. But um, so um, so what are the, the challenges of um, – your clients day to day what you know just talk a little bit about what they are so that other owners listening in can kind of relate to the you know I'm pretty sure we're going to have the same all of us are going to have the same set of challenges as a business owner. Yes I think you know it can often be expanding and increasing your your client pool how to identify who they are um, how to actually you know get their attention and tap into you know what they're doing and, and showcase what it is that you can offer them and how that will benefit them. I do think, you know, when you're not um, you're in a major centre or in a city, you know, 
it's not like you can sort of be walking down the street and have access to, you know, thousands of people. So I grew up in the country. You know, my um, parents always ran a business. They did business, you know, within New South Wales. So back then we didn't have the internet in the same scale. We didn't have the internet. And then when it did come in, we didn't have it on the same scale. So, you know, a lot of that was personal connections. And I still think that that is, you know, super important today. But the, the challenge is, you know, identifying your ideal client and then working out where they are and how you can actually connect with them. And that's where, you know, strategic marketing and, and being seen and, and online and really networking more broadly than within your community can help. And I think, you know, within smaller, you know, regional remote areas, there, there are less people that, that potentially get to buy your product or service. So then you need to be more creative and innovative in the way that you promote that out to others. Yeah, Joe, I think one of the things that I've seen in terms of um, working with businesses regionally and particularly is often that they um, fairly sort of, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but they're fairly sort of insular in the sense that they don't feel that they've really got something much to say. Yes. Um, and so I can see one of the challenges is potentially being is to try and you know, get people in, particularly in regional areas, to really you know, start to th- look at how they do have not only a voice, but they've also got an interesting story that the rest of the people, you know, city-based people and things like that, we want to buy into that sort of stuff. Yes. It, I mean, a good example of um, an initiative that really worked was the Buy From the Bush campaign. So that actually put a lot of regional businesses on the map and I visited um, Dubbo recently and went to Golgong and uh, some other areas around there, narrow mine and that type of thing and I visited an alpaca farm and what um, the woman was saying was you know they were in a drought they um, you know weren't making any money out of the traditional farming methods they had got alpacas to protect their, their sheep flock and that kind of thing and she's said, you know, we had to innovate because we weren't going to survive and there was, you know, no money coming in and they started um, using the actual fleece from the alpacas and she started creating, you know, jewellery and homewares and things from that and then it was actually the Buy From The Bush campaign. She got on board with that and started promoting her stuff and she said that actually was what saved them in the drought was actually, you know, becoming part of that and I do think that... um, People just need to start thinking of you know, other ways that they can access help and and also um, opportunities as they arise. Yeah, and I think you know, talking about their stories, I mean, this is you know, in, in marketing today, what we're hearing now is that you know, it's getting away from the selling stuff to people um, and very much into getting that engagement marketing where, you know, we get people involved in our businesses. Um, We've had a a number of interviews that we've done uh, through Small Business Banter where people have taken it up. I remember a lady in Castle, Maine, who does dog coats and stuff. You know, she she gets very, very involved in the customers and the the pets and providing information and she gets that story out there. And that's really what's driven her success. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I agree. I think, you know, the stories behind what people are doing and the, the why, and also, you know, the, the what's in it for me in terms of the customer side is important too. So I think 
in the current market, I know that there's a bigger push, you know, to buy local and to buy Australian and that type of thing. And more people than ever before, I think, are looking for that. They're not looking for something cheap and imported. They're actually looking to support, you know, our, our economy here and regional economies and communities. And so if you can start, you know, as I say to my clients, drip feeding out your story as part of, you know, your promotion and how you talk about your product or service, then that brings them on the journey and allows them to connect more with you as a brand. And I think that's you know, a very important part of branding. On today's edition of Small Business Banner, we're talking with Joe Martin. The name of your company, I think, is Golden Earth Publishing. Yes, I didn't say yes. that at the start, but um, I'm, I'm fascinated with this idea of um, you know telling a story to, to you know, build your brand presence to add value to your customers, to, as Anthony said, to get them engaged. Um, is are all of the books that you and the authors that you deal with are they always telling a story, or are they sometimes? Um, does a book have to be a story? Can it be a kind of an instructional? You know, like I'm just yes. imagining some you know product based businesses you know out there in in regional Australia, and you know, are there different kinds of books? Look, there absolutely are. I mean, you know, anything that you can um, conceptualise in your mind is possible in terms of publishing a book. With my current book, Innovation Secrets, what is happening with that, the energy behind it and people actually you know, coming on board as co-authors, um, it's less about telling you know, your personal story from a you know, sort of transformational perspective and more about adding value to the reader. So right. providing, you know, the framework of your story, but in the context of actually um, allowing people to walk away with some, you know, tips that they can apply straight away within their business. And and that was one thing that I identified in the other multi-author books that I had participated in was it was really, you know, for most people about the story. And I always took it more from the... Um, perspective of what do I want the reader to walk away with? How can I help them? An example in my most recent book that I participated in, it was um, interesting. I had a lot of people reach out to me on LinkedIn particularly who weren't connected to me saying, you know, can I connect? I would really like to work with you. And um, your chapter in that book, I've actually, you know, printed that out and I am doing those exercises you've got in there every day to help me improve my business or my career or my personal life or whatever it might be. And that I think there's some value in that. Is that and is that a um, yeah? In, in that ex- that's a, you're providing a you're a service based business. So yes, um, I, I can imagine there's you know I'm in a service based business. You know the you feel like you've got something to say, but there's only so many people that you know or that you can reach. You know, yes. in, in traditional, perhaps marketing or advertising ways, this is um, possibly you know a, a whole new a whole new way to do things. Um, yes. We, we, yeah. So, um, what about um, your uh, recent this client? What um, have they gone on to uh, want to contribute in their own way to another book? Is that is that how it works? Um, look, it varies. Different clients have different outcomes they're trying to achieve. So, you know, for some people, it's contributing as part of the book. For some people, it's actually writing a solo book. And um, with that particular client, she has joined up to a coaching program that I have, and we're working towards her releasing her own solo book. However, um, for other people who you know don't have the time 
to put into actually writing it, their own book, contributing a, tra- a chapter is a really good way to get the writing journey started and get their story out there. So one of the, I mean, writing is one aspect, obviously, of, uh, of a publication. So whether that's a blog post or whether that's a book or whether that's a, a chapter in a multi-author book. Yes. Um, and I, I guess one of the biggest challenges that, you know, I had to face when I was writing, in my writings and putting stuff out there yes. is is how, how do we get it published? Because I think most people really are in the dark about how do we actually get our information out there in the marketplace. So I'd be interested in any tips and ideas that you've got about how the, you know, our, our listeners, you know, sitting back there thinking, well, I've got an article and I've got some stuff here, yes. but how, I don't know how to get it out there. Yes. Well, look, I mean, there is the traditional route where you submit your manuscript or whatever it is to one of the big publishing houses and then you wait three or four months and see if they think that that will appeal to their readers and they may or may not offer you a contract. I think that's probably the most difficult way. A lot of people, um, unless you've got something amazing or a very good contact, um, not impossible though, but I th- a lot of other people, they do the self-publishing and... There are variants of how you can do that, depending on whether you, you know, utilise the services of a company like mine who will help you and actually do that publishing side for you or whether you, you know, you do it yourself and you you get out there and you get everything edited and formatted and the book covers designed and created and all of that kind of thing. So that's not impossible but very time-consuming. I did look into that when I first started writing and, um, you know, or you participate in a project or work with a publisher um, like me where, you know, with my solo authors, so I have some solo authors coming on board. Um, I, you know, they do the manuscript and they you know, create their profile. I work with them in terms of, you know, editing both of those and then I take care of all the rest of it. So they really just have to do the manuscript, provide their bio and like a, a good photo and I check in with them regularly and then, you know, I do the editing, the cover design, the formatting for the different um, platforms that you would put it on. Uh, I specifically target Kindle and Amazon. It is the most effective way that I've found to actually, you know, get reach, get global reach and, uh, you know, make it accessible to everybody. You can, you know, also print the books and have done that. And um, then you've got to actually distribute it, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, it must be um, quite a, re- a relief or release for people to actually, you know, if they feel like they've got something to to write, to actually get a manuscript down. Because I can imagine that, that you know, Anthony, you, you went through it, you, wrote, you co-authored a significant book and the, the, the task that, you know, of writing a book is monumental, particularly when you're running a business. Um, is there a sense of, you know, release when, when they, you know, finally get, to, to, to get finished look I th- yeah I think Michael the you know in, a, in the writing of our book um, that we did which was about disaster recovery and planning and stuff like that so very business related um, it was um, it was probably quite cathartic for us in, in the sense that we'd done a lot of work in disaster recovery um, and very much on the ground after the Black Saturday bushfires Victorian floods of 2010 2011 and stuff like that um, and then we we decided what we recognized was that there was nothing out there in the marketplace that was actually providing 
constructive information for small business owners to be able to plan, prepare, respond and recover from disaster. So that was the theme of ours. So we, we saw a need um, and so we wrote about that. Um, but yeah, the getting it out there was quite um, you know, challenging in the sense of um, the release of, of actually getting out there. There was sort of like this combined excitement and trepidation, you know, we've put all this work and effort in and is anybody going to buy the book or <laughs> going to read it? So, and I think at the end of the day, um, what I would suggest if you if for anybody who's writing is don't write for an audience, write for yourself. I'd be interested in your comments about that, Joe. Look, I think it depends on the context. So I um with you know, the multi-health books that I run, I do ask people obviously to share their stories. So that is, you know, about them, but to add value for the reader. So it's I guess a dual focus where you know you you're providing inspiration and practical tools for people to be able to use so that is in the context of the writer but it's still you telling your story and sharing your new skills and knowledge and experience with others yeah i guess i guess what i'm saying though is is that rather than look there's very as you've mentioned before the big publishers don't take up many books particularly in the business genres unless it's really outstanding (laughs) um and you know they you know Typically, the people who go through books and publishers and distributors, and I'm not saying you because yours is a different environment altogether, but the majors, don't make very much money out of their books and stuff like that anyway. It's, you know, unless there's huge volumes. Yes. So, um, you know, that's why I say maybe, you know, the authors, if they write for themselves, so in other words, expanding their passion, um, sharing the things that they know, rather than with the idea of riches, is probably you're going to get a better book as a result. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I do say to the authors that uh, I take on board, you know, you're not here to try and make a million dollars. You're here to actually write your story, share something that can help change the lives of others and make the world a better place, potentially. Um, And also to leverage that as, you know, a marketing tool or, you know, personal branding tool for you. And I think that that's where the real value is. If I look at my own journey, I'm being approached now um, by quite a big magazine in Europe to become an executive contributor for them. Now, that opportunity would not have been there had I not started you know, writing and publishing and I guess, um, you know, being more seen in the space. And and, uh, Joe, how long between you um, writing whatever the article they picked up or the book they picked up on and this recent inquiry as an example, was it, I'm imagining it's not, you know, bang here, but because you've got, you've got something written, it's there, it, it gets discovered maybe months, maybe years later, possibly, so for me, that's actually been um, only a couple of months. Okay. But, you know, if I'm honest, I've been so focused on my clients and servicing their needs that I hadn't done until the last couple of weeks on promotion of the work that I've actually been doing myself. And um, they, so they've just picked me up this week and I've actually heard from them four times in the last two days and haven't had time to respond yet. And I'm like, I'm really interested definitely because, you know, they're dealing with big players. So they've got a lot of people who are executive contributors who've got, you know, 4 million followers and, you know, 2.1 million followers and et cetera, et cetera. So that's, you know, um, an opportunity for me to really hit the global stage in a, a completely different way. And, you know, had I had more time and been less focused on actually ensuring my clients had a great experience, that could have happened much earlier. So right. you think about it, it's been two months, but really I've only been 
on that promotional pathway for myself over the last four weeks. Wow, that's pretty good. I, I think, yeah. uh, Anthony, for you, perhaps you, you wrote the book. It was a good how many years ago? Um, yeah, we, we actually launched it back in 2014. Right. Uh, we run, you know, um, won a couple of awards for it, but we were fortunate too because um, we also had some backing from government because they were looking to do disaster recovery. So um, they were our first purchasers of books and very thankful to the uh, Small Business uh, Victoria for their contribution and their assistance. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I do you, are you getting some sort of, you know, continual you know, recognition years on? I mean, that's, what, seven years ago? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. We. I think. I think one of the things about being a published author is it gives you a sense, or it gives you a, a, a kudos or a, a sense of credibility that there is something out there that's written. It can be attested to you, and people do do draw on you as a result of that. Yeah, yeah it's there in per, per, perpetuity. Um, Joe, look, uh, we're coming up to the end. I, I wanted to sort of uh, throw a couple of quick questions at you. Um, do, do, do you find it with business owners, a lot of them do have a good story to tell, if not in a full book, in a chapter or, a, you know, that, that you'd encourage them to to get out and, and it, on the basis that it can really help their business? Yes, absolutely. I look at the success that a lot of my co-authors have had and, um, yeah, just how it's taken their business in a different direction. So I guess, you know, today I'm attending an innovation boot camp for entrepreneurs and that is run by the New South Wales government. And, you know, we're talking about how do you actually you know, cut through and do something really different. And I just think that, you know, you need to be innovating and you need to be positioned more as an authority around what you do and your story is part of that. Some of the people that I've spoken to this week uh, as potential authors in Innovation Secrets, they, um, they're doing some amazing things. You know, and I'm dealing primarily with regional people and things that people don't know about. And I'm like, you know, people need to know about this and they need to hear and um, you know, just the synchronicity with some of those conversations and how you realise you actually know somebody that they're working with and, and that type of thing. So, you know, it really is a very powerful way. Yeah, and it just needs to be co- and needs to be coaxed out. Hey, it's um, yeah, because yeah, no, it's, look, it's wonderful to hear, particularly that you talk um, working with so many regional business owners, which is what we're about here on Small Business Banter, Joe. Joe Martin, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, you can get back to the conference now, but a uh, really interesting discussion and uh, hopefully that's opened up a few possibilities for people to, to get writing and, and see the, the benefits of finally doing it. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. It was great to come and join you guys today. Thank you. So that's all for today's episode of Small Business Banter. Anthony and I continue to be inspired by bringing you small business experts and other small business owners and hearing their stories. For any of the links, resources or information we've talked about on the show today or to contact Anthony or myself, please head over to smallbusinessbanter.com or you can find us on both Facebook and Instagram. Anthony and I would love you to tune in at the same time next week for another episode of Small Business Banter.